0: Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And it is going to be a fun night here on Geek's Corner. We are glad that you are joining us, and we've got a lot of fun things to do. Um, But unfortunately, Jenny is not with us tonight because she is busy playing with axes. I am not kidding. Well, hatchets. She's doing a hatchet job on the show. Is that what's going on? No. Um, Hey, there's our first joke. Count them. That might be the only one for the show. But... uh, (laughs) You never really know. We're only uh,
1: situationally funny people. You never we don't really like, know. We Even don't then, punchline.
0: Yeah. It it just things happen and it's weird. <laughs> um, anyway, Jenny legitimately is is playing with hatchets or axes, or I couldn't actually tell. Um, all sharp I do know objects. sharp objects that she's throwing against a wood wall. So um that is why she's not here tonight. She is safe though for more or less. And, uh, we're going to continue on with the show anyway. We're glad that you're here. Um, if you would like to participate, let us know in the comments on the YouTube page or hit us at, uh, hashtag geeks corner. I don't know. Um, don't on, on Twitter. Yeah. Don't hit us. That wouldn't be so nice, but, um, Use, use the Twitter with the hashtag gigscorner, and uh, we will be keeping our eyes on it, and Roger will be over there as well, responding, hopefully, and sharing what's going on. But uh, we're going to have a fun show tonight because we've had a fun weekend. It started with uh, Knott's Berry Farm's Taste of Knott's, which was the expanded taste of Calico, which is where we spent most of our Sunday afternoon, um, on a very warm and humid Sunday in Orange County. And uh, Let's just, overall, I would like you to participate as well, Clocky. Um, overall, Katie, what did you think of Taste of Nuts?
1: I thought it was a fantastic event. Um, I I had the opposite experience that I did at Taste of Calico, where Taste of Calico, I was like, I have five tastings. What on earth am I going to possibly use them for? There was a couple things I had my eye on, but as I get got towards tasting three, four, and five, I was like uh i i guess this uh taste of knots it was a hundred percent like i have 10 things i want to taste how do i figure this out let's do it already gone. Yeah. yeah it was like how do we do a game plan of how we're going to eat through this yes. uh ate a lot of really good food
0: so. and that is that is so very true and i think Starting things off, we should talk just about the experience at at large also. Um, Face masks are obviously required. You go through screening when you walk in and and you answer a few questions and then they check your temperature and then you go through security and then you give your ticket and then you're in the park. And and it it, it is a few things. And it's kind of funny um, when you start thinking about all of the different things you have to go through to get into the park. But overall, it feels like they're creating a very safe environment, as safe as it can be in this day and age. And the thing that really stuck out to me this time, and maybe I just didn't notice it at taste of Calico is literally every time somebody stood up from a table an employee was like swooping right in and cleaning it. And, and like, even if somebody like, I noticed, um, I was filming a uh, crazy Kirk and the hillbillies and a person sat next to like a table or two over from me. They didn't even put their hands on the table. But just for sitting for like two minutes and then getting up and leaving, an an employee came over and and cleaned off the table. And I was like, wow, they're like taking this really seriously. And it it made me feel very confident. Um, And then uh, food was fantastic. Like, I I think, Katie, what was your favorite? I think I know what it is, but uh, favorite dish of the day.
1: Portobello mushroom sandwich. I really, really, really love uh, mushroom white mushrooms i love portobello mushrooms you put them on things or as a side or anything like garlic mushrooms Ooh, amazing um so when i saw there was a portobello mushroom sandwich i was like give that to me uh and i was really glad that i saved it towards the end of the day because it was just like the perfect like perfect way to my day <laughs>
0: And and I like the boysenberry pie bites as uh, as I think Roger and Jenny did too. I don't know if they were the the number one for them, but they were definitely up there. Uh, definitely get those; those were really good. Um, you can probably share just about anything there because the portion sizes are very generous. And uh, which really, like, as you think about this, um, for thirty dollars you get five dishes that. I would have a hard time eating by myself in general. In fact, we didn't finish all the food, but um, but it was ridiculously um, generous. Good. Um, the employees were really, I thought, really friendly, really professional, and and really um, proactive about keeping things safe and clean. And like we saw one one employee, I think he might have been a manager or something, but like um, there was a group of I want to say uh, teenage girls, maybe. And they were just kind family. of. Oh, it was a family. It was okay,
1: the teenage girl of the family. Yeah,
0: and she was just chatting with her her mask. I think just over her mouth and not her nose. And and he politely asked her to put it over her nose. And and I think that was a really positive thing. Um, I think the unexpected fun part that I kind of had an inkling was going to happen was uh, Crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies are on the big LED wall, and uh, they were basically had a set every hour and i think they repeated each one like each one went twice um if i had to make a guess we didn't stay for oh, the last one
1: so three different sets
0: yeah so that would have been two two two
1: yeah i'm saying that to me yeah. that's very impressive that they're because i thought that they was just they were alternating set, a, two. set, b, set a set b yeah. uh but we went back later and i was like this is a nighttime set like hold on uh, no, that was 100% one of my favorite parts. Uh, the only thing better would have been seeing them live, but obviously, it's not super safe right now because that would
0: have drawn way too many people.
1: A hundred percent, but even though that was also like the hottest place in the park, it was like yeah. indirect sunlight, but it was worth it for Crazy and the Hillbillies.
0: Yeah, it, it, that was perfect. Like, honestly, the best way if we could have done that is had boysenberry pie bites while watching. <laughs> and and then then it would have been perfect um along along with like the um i couldn't remember what it was on sunday either the boysenberry shake not the boysenberry shake the the cold drink with boysenberry uh
1: okay we talked about this on sunday
0: i know it's on my card but the card's not in here so that doesn't do us any good okay you can look at this while i I try to remember what it is
1: trained member of dap's magic I have my Knott's Berry Farm tasting card. Cold drink with boysenberry.
0: and like a slushie or something?
1: Oh, you're talking about the boysenberry icy. Yeah, that one. That's what you're talking about. See, that would
0: be perfect in the sun watching Crazy Kirk in the Hillbillies.
1: Also, uh, you guys would like a look into what our conversations look like in person, we had this exact same conversation on Sunday.
0: Because <laughs> I wanted one and I didn't get one. And so it just wasn't in my brain of like what it was. It was just like I want that thing that that person is walking by with. Um, they also had atmosphere characters, which was kind of fun. Um, that were all different places that, that sometimes were surprising, and that was fun. Like at one point, we were walking out of a building, and um, and and a cowboy started talking to us, and we didn't realize it was us. And and finally, he got our attention. But um,
1: heard him, but we just didn't think he was talking to us.
0: Yeah, well, I was ignoring him, but I don't know. That was good. Yeah, the boysenberry smoothie probably would have been great also. Um, thank you, Roger. So, uh, yeah, you never know what's going to happen. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Two thumbs up. It goes into September. So if you can, get tickets uh, while they're still available. They're $30. Parking is free. Um, you go in and, uh, what is that, Crescent Street Avenue, whatever that side is. But going on Crescent, and uh, that's where you enter. Um, probably easiest to come in from beach, hang a right on Crescent, and then right into the parking lot. And, and then you're good to go. But uh, we've done that the hard way each time. So anyway, that was, <laughs> that was our Sunday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely check out uh, Taste of Knots. You won't regret it. Let's hop over to Disneyland now. Um, this last week, the uh, Quinjet arrived at Avengers Campus, and it looks legit.
1: Too legit to quit, one may say.
0: Oh, really? Is that what that's what one may say? Okay. Um, What do you think about the Quinjet arriving over in DCA?
1: This was 100% unexpected, by the way. Um, I haven't even thought about Avengers Campus because to me, it's just like the heartbreak of oh, we were already supposed to be there uh so in my head i was like avengers campus who i don't know her so when i saw pictures of the quinjet i was like i'm sorry who what when did that get here uh and obviously it
2: got
0: but uh
1: they were done
0: with it with agents of shield so then they could bring it (laughs) over to uh
1: it's also something that i wasn't expecting to see for a while because I know this is going to be like a phase two opening event. Well, honestly, who knows yeah. this?
0: Were you aware that it was sitting backstage for like the last six months?
1: I think okay. I something on BioReconstruct.
0: Okay, yeah. He had a picture of it whenever he came out. I think it was March or April or something like that.
1: Yeah. so um, I think it was there. But it, in my head, it wasn't ready to be put anywhere. Um, I love the picture of Josh Tiamaro standing next to it. Good like, guy. Great guy. He gets around. I am super, super excited, and it's crazy to see it in scale next to a human being.
0: And it just looks so futuristic and sleek, and um, I just think they did a fantastic job recreating it. And I sure hope that that attraction still happens in the future, um, because to me, that's the... That's the thing I'm most looking forward to uh, coming into Disney California Adventure. Uh, Bailey says it's possible she will cry when she sees a Quinjet because of the post series finale of Agents of Shield, and um, I need to get caught up. Bailey, uh, your your enthusiasm has caught on with me, and I think I'm going to go through. I need. I think I have a season and a half to catch up on. But if it's streaming somewhere, I will go watch it. I've, I've got. I'm almost done with Columbo, so I'm going to have time to watch a new show. Um, or an old show that I haven't. Uh, uh, Bailey says that she wouldn't be surprised it was an actual Quinjet prop from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I wouldn't be either, especially after hearing that they use the X-Wing that's over at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Florida for uh, The Mandalorian. And that was super cool, too.
1: But um, uh, I did see someone on Twitter say that they are worried that the Quinjet is going to be California Adventure's Rhine River Cruise. No. And let me tell you that not thought gonna had not, and that thought had not entered my brain. And I went, Oh, uh, uninitiated. No, Rhine river cruise, uh, was the proposed Germany attraction at Epcot. Just never happened. There is evidence everywhere. You look much like the full house theme, song.
0: I'm hoping it will happen still. And, um, I'm going to keep oh, that.
1: Open.
0: Well, and I, I think it really comes down to, uh, it'll, depend on how quickly things recover for one and two, how future Marvel movies do. Like if Marvel continues on the track that it's going, then obviously you're going to, you're going to make another attraction for it. Yeah. And especially when they're starting to really have to bring in more people to the parks and and rebuild all of this. Like it may not be, you know, next year, but maybe five years or seven years or something like that. Wouldn't surprise me at all. And, uh, and, and honestly, that's not necessarily a bad thing because think of how much technology advances every year from a computer standpoint. And for all of the stuff that happens in Marvel, kind of the longer you wait, the better the attraction will be. And and so um, I have yet to be on an attraction that was quite as immersive. I will say Rise of the Resistance was actually. Um, Rise of the Resistance – is the first attraction that Disney's put out that has rivaled, um, the Star Trek experience in Vegas, where you get to go on the shuttlecraft and fight Klingons and Borg and all that stuff. And I know I'm talking about both attractions, but, um,
1: I knew you're going to bring up time
0: travel. One was really the one that was, um, the most immersive. And, and you think that was 20 years ago, something like that. And um, I would love to see Marvel do something like that, where it just completely blows you out of the water, just like uh, um, Rise of the Resistance is doing. And uh, that'll be fun to see what happens with that. Um, they've also, on top of getting a Quinjet, they've also started casting for uh, stunt performers and people to uh, inhabit the land of adventures campus and i think that's super exciting uh katie you want to talk a little bit about what they're doing with that
1: yes um so they are specifically casting for one stunt show um at uh assumedly Avengers campus because these are all marvel people uh they are casting two stunt performers uh one for black panther one for captain america and they are casting uh general okoye uh who will also be in the same show but is not a stunt performer um I am so hyped <laughs> it's gonna be so good um, they want both Black Panther and Captain America to be trained in hand-to-hand combat and also have acrobatic skills that are uh, congruent to the character so things like shield and sword skills um, which I am so so hyped about and I feel like Okoye will just be there and kind of like MC it. see it yes Uh, because it it did say that the performers will be Agva Union, which does mean that they are in a scripted show, if that is correct. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I am so, so, and this was also, again, something that I'm like, if this is up, it feels like we're closer and this is just me getting my hopes up and hoping that we see this, you know, not in like five years, um, but I feel like normally Disney casting notices go out roughly like five to six months before a thing. Cause normally a Christmas fantasy parade auditions are like June, July. I don't know. I might be being hopeful, but I really hope that this is like a piece of like good news.
0: (laughs) To me, I could see this easily being a thing that uh, they're casting. Now you start going into maybe even trials for this because it wouldn't surprise me if we saw some technology revolving around a certain Spider-Man bot we saw um, earlier this year. And uh, I could be completely wrong. I'm just speculating. And my hunch is you look at what's going on with COVID with reopening the parks, all that stuff, spring break next year.
1: Spring break.
0: If we're lucky, if we're lucky. Um,
1: my other guests. And this is again entirely spitballing. I know nothing. I would love to see something like Jedi Training Academy.
0: Well, isn't that supposed to be what the uh, um, the Doctor?
1: um, They're supposed, from what I've heard, I thought there was a Doctor Strange show that was something similar.
0: I think that's that's going to be some something like that.
1: I would love to see this, though.
0: I I think we've reported on that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but also, you never know how things change. Mm -hmm. That is true. Have the capacity for. Um, but yeah, I because it was something like the Jedi's would fight the baddies that came out of the evil temple, and then also the, the young my
0: my young. coronavirus guess on this is that this will be remember we saw pictures of people on the roofs, <laughs> yeah.
1: Such an odd I, I
0: think I think this show will be on top of the roof, probably around the Quinjet, maybe on some of the other buildings, and And that's a way that you can keep socially distanced, create a new show, and there's no risk, which is maybe why you're not hearing much about the Doctor Strange thing. Um, But it'd be a completely socially distanced, safe thing for wherever they are with park-phased reopening. And um, the downside is I think it could draw too many people um, if that's still an issue. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Alright, well those are exciting things. I think we're both uh, very excited for the future of Avengers Campus. We look forward to seeing what Disney does with this because it's a completely different approach to magic than we've seen before. Um, probably a little bit closer to Star Wars, but not exactly. But um, bring back the Dalek, that was fun. Uh, that. <laughs> I think any Doctor Who fan, even a remotely small one when they saw that, went there. Um, But we're going to move on to something else now because time demands this, Katie. I'm so sorry.
1: No, time.
0: Time is the fire with which we burn. But um, name that quote in the comments. I don't think Katie knows what it is because she hasn't seen the movie. But we're going to bring back a segment that has been gone for quite some time. But tonight we have a very special guest that is bringing back Headlines from the Future. Yes, Headlines from the Future is back. We have a graphic. We have an opening sting. We are so high tech and it worked. That is a first for Geeks Corner. (laughs) <laughs> we planned something out, and it worked. Like we, we should just take a moment to recognize that, uh, Bailey. This should go in the record books. Um, but uh, Egon, our resident news anchor, that's uh, giving daily Disney facts. I guess you could say with Disney this day has gone to the future, and he has brought back news from different time periods in the future. Because apparently, he can't follow directions. But uh, he is going to uh, share what's going to happen, and and we'll comment on it. How's that sound, Katie? Sounds great. All right, let's go to the future then.
2: After Disneyland guests fell in love with the Quinjet that arrived in 2020 at Avengers Campus, it was announced today at 2023 D23 Expo that a full-size Star Destroyer will be coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. At this point, it's unknown if this will be part of a new attraction or if it will just be another prop. So, Katie, new attraction or prop?
1: <laughs> uh, Well, I do know that that's no moon. I do think, though, that there's just not enough space in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I think it's a prop.
0: Although it could be a very nice way to get out of the sun.
1: True. And, I mean, it could go above the land.
0: That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, like, Rogue One when it's over the city, yeah, yeah. what is it, Jetta, And And it covers the entire area like that would yeah. that could be it all right egon let's hope you're right that'd be super cool i would like to see it as an attraction that you have to break your way out of and that would be fun too Ooh. different version of rise of the resistance or something i don't know
1: yeah i think a staircase up would be awesome and
0: with blasters
1: Ooh, always blasters
0: lots of blasters all right what else do you got for us egon
1: after
2: a 10-year hiatus Star Wars fans will again be able to see Star Wars on the big screen. That's right, Lucasfilm has announced a new trilogy that will be arriving in theaters in just five years. According to the announcement, this new trilogy will explore the childhood of Sheev Palpatine. All that is known at this point is that it is connected to how he was kicked off of Naboo's Dajaric team. Bummer.
0: (laughs) Bummer. (laughs) Um. So, uh, another prequel, huh?
1: Yeah, and I think that this is what the fans have been asking for, like, specifically. Um, we've got a lot of backstory about the characters we know and love, and we've got a lot of just story about Sheev. I want to know the backstory.
0: Apparently he was kicked you know? off the chess team.
1: That's, you know, and it makes sense, 100%, but... Hmm. Yeah, yeah. makes it. I I feel like would you watch
0: this trilogy? Seriously,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will admit, as I was listening to him talk, I thought of Patton Oswalt, where he's talking about if he could go back to 1998 and talk to George Lucas, he would hit him in the head with a shovel, and Mm -hmm. uh, then he goes through the explanation of like Darth Vader. You want to see what he's like as a little kid, and 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 Patton's like, no, I don't want to see this, and. It's, it's a pretty funny sketch check it out if you haven't we've talked about it before i think uh johnny and i talked about it actually originally in like season one or two um because he's the one who told me about it all right we got one more from egon what do you got buddy
2: 20 years ago fans congregated at disney california adventure to watch the man tea party band while the nights may have seemed colorful and magical that wasn't all that was going on a new documentary by Defunctland explores the drama that was going on behind the scenes as Alice and the Mad Hatter both battled to be the ultimate lead singer for the Mad Tea Party Band. What may have seemed like a sweet friendship to those who were watching it was actually quite sour, Expect to hear the real story of how this house of cards fell apart with interviews from the Cheshire Cat, the Dormouse, March Hare, Caterpillar, White Rabbit, Tweedles, and of course, Alice and the Mad Hatter. Also, you're going to hear about the remount in the works as Disney goes down this rabbit hole once again.
0: <laughs> so the part I love about this the most is, what was this, 20 years ago? Is that what I heard? Yes. Um, a remount of the mad tea party 20 years later.
1: Are you surprised?
0: No, but it'd be hilarious.
1: I a hundred percent would not be surprised. I also agree with what Bailey said. Uh, and I think that Egon has been reading a little bit too much Twitter.
0: You never know.
1: Honestly though. And and this is something that Bailey and I have talked about. This is a documentary that I would absolutely watch.
0: Oh, I totally would too. And it is, Uh it is, You know, it must have happened because Egon goes to the future and finds these things. However, he does that. We don't ask about his journalistic practices, but uh, we also don't let him write for Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, dapsmagic.com. I would be very interested in this to be completely. Yeah, I think this is a great idea and I look forward to it. Yes, it's it's very far off, though, if. What did they, was it 2016 the last time they ended that the show? Yeah,
1: 2015 or 2016.
0: So that means it's 2036?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: We'll see what happens. It'll yeah, be great. All right. Well, that was our most uh, recent edition of headlines from the future to save time i'm not going to put the <laughs> graphic back up um but uh we hope you've enjoyed it let us know in the comments if you'd like more and we will ask egon if he will come back if not we'll tell him the same thing he'll be fine um that's okay but uh as we were saying uh, defunct land did put out a new documentary this last week last it was this week yeah and uh talk about it real quick katie
1: Really good. It's about a uh, band that played at the Smarland stage for one summer in 1981. Uh, a something short
2: that
1: it, a very short summer. Something that if you talk to most people, even hardcore Disney fans, about, they would say, "Who is Halix?" Uh, so Maybe yeah, it's a really anymore. yeah, not anymore. But it's a really fun exploration into what actually happened that summer and why it did not come back. It's yeah, really good. It-
0: well, and it was never meant to come back. And that's, that's the great part about it. Yeah. And, uh, um, but you look at what it did that summer and then you see so many things that have happened since then that were kind of related in the way they did things. And you have to wonder, in fact, I would have loved to have seen, um, some Disney historians after the fact, kind of comment on how, uh, this fit into the bigger picture of Disney entertainment afterwards. Cause they talk yeah. about in the show before but they really didn't go what came after. And and I would have been interested to hear about that. Um, But no fantastic uh, documentary and uh, it's on YouTube. It's on, it's for free and it's totally one of those things that I think if anybody that's watching us or if ever hung out with us, if this band had been around this summer, this is where we would have been every Sunday night. Like it's, it's just, it's wacky enough. It's, upbeat enough it's enough fun that it would be like oh yeah we're, we're there we're good um
1: that, that, i've i talked about this earlier that is my favorite line of the documentary is if this was still around i would go every single week because i do this about things that are not nearly as good oh yeah uh, it's true
0: <laughs> well and and it, it's interesting to think um of different things that have come after it, whether it's Mad Tea Party or Electronica, but those kind of more, um, pop culture approaches to entertainment in the Disney theme parks. Um, even, even some of the bands that have played, you know, eighties all-stars or, um, lots of bands, I guess you could say that played at Tomorrowland Terrace, um, instead of the Space Mountain stage or the space stage, whatever they called it. And, um, I'm really curious to see like what that progression is. And that would be a really interesting thing to see. Um, But this is definitely a very good uh, documentary. It's what about 90 minutes and, uh, and it'll keep you going. It's very uh, it's, it's kind of fun because you could totally just pick out some of these people and put in people that maybe you've seen entertaining in the parks in more recent years. And like, Oh yeah, basically the same. Like, and it's interesting to, to, like, there's a kid that, well, he's not a kid anymore, but he's talking about going there as a kid, as a 12 year old and seeing the poster and being like, Oh, I want to go see what that is. And those kids still go to Disneyland today. Like it's a whole new crop of them. But, um, but it's like, every generation has that thing and it's fun to see something from 1981 that you just, we, we, probably wouldn't have really gotten to see otherwise. And so yeah. check it out and uh, you won't regret it. You'll love it, I think. And uh, get back to us and let us know what you think of it. Cause we'd love to hear what you think as well.
1: And also the next time we see you, you better be putting up a Halix sign. Halix. That's the thing. That's the
0: thing they were all doing 38 no, th- years ago. Th-
1: 39.
0: 39 years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah honestly, we, we don't do it here. You don't need math. Don't What's need that? Math.
0: <laughs> but one of the things that math is telling us is that we are running out of time for tonight's show. So Katie, what should they do?
1: Go to DapsMagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss any of it. And another way not to miss any of it: Do you follow us on Twitter at Daps_Magic or at the Geeks Corner? Follow us on Instagram at Geeks Corner. Drop the the, just Geeks Corner. Uh, we do a lot of really fun things, but there's also a lot of news over there. So go follow us.
0: And there's a lot coming up. Also, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. We've still got videos, I believe, going up from Murray's trip to Walt Disney World. We also will be doing a uh, live stream where he's going to answer all sorts of questions about Walt Disney World, what it's like going now, how safe it is, all of that fun stuff. So make sure to stay tuned to DapsMagic.com for that as well. And we will have information going out about that very soon. And uh, shoot us your questions on the socials, and we will make sure that he answers them. But that is all the time we have for you this week. We hope you're having a fantastic one. We hope you're staying safe, wearing your face masks, washing your hands, and uh, we will get through all of this together. But um, for now, we'll see you around the corner.
1: Bye.